Coming at you live from the Do-Rag Dungeon, I'm that boy Coop, back with a regular-ass episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired. This episode is brought to you by Ashy Ankles and Smelly and Ringbacks. <laughs> Subscribe to the Rest Intelligence anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Following Rod and Karen's doctrine, leave a nice five-star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, and I'll read it on the show. Also, leave me a nice voice message through the podcast host site, Anchor, and I'll add it to the show. Oh, what's up, everybody? Like... <clears throat> My throat kind of scat, kind of scratchy and whatnot. You know, it's just doing its own thing, whatever. But on the year of our Lord 2020, it's September 29th, and it is episode 56. <clears throat> we here, <laughs> we here. Okay, Brody, we we here, cuz we here, bro. We here, we here, man. <laughs> we here somehow. I don't know. My arms, my arms are still here. I ain't, I ain't fall off, nigga. Nigga, my my, my do rag ain't turning into asteroid dust. <laughs> It's a one piece still. <laughs> I'm having an existential crisis, so a nigga might have to go to space for a little bit and <laughs> hump an asteroid real quick. But anyway, no nigga, like I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm alive. And the third time, I'm alive. <laughs> How y'all niggas doing? Anyway. <laughs> oh man, I kind of wanted to talk about um. Where that Rod and Karen doctrine came from, you know, in the intro, I'm always talking about like, you know, leave five star review using the Rod and Karen doctrine and shit. Well, let me let me kind of give y'all like a little backstory on like why I use that. So, um, Rod and Karen, you know, the Rod and Karen doctrine is literally like, okay, leave a five star review and I'll read it on the show. It kind of stemmed from the show, um, the Black Guy Who Tips, which is like my favorite show podcast to listen to. Like I stumbled upon them 10 years ago and um, I have not missed <laughs> much since. Um, I mean, and to see the trajectory of like Rod and Karen's like podcasting like career is phenomenal. Like I could just give a slight backstory, you know, to like I remember. um you know back then this is this is where like the ryan karen doctrine comes into play i remember back um when they used to have feedback shows they still have feedback shows now but this was back in the earlier days of the podcast um what ryan karen would do on these feedback shows is they listen to viewer feedback whether it be through um you know voicemail or itunes reviews right and a lot of iTunes reviews would be like mixed batches. You get a five, which is great, right? Or you get a four, which, okay. You get a three, you like, uh. You get a two and a one, which is like the worst fucking review you will ever get. And you're saying like, all right, nigga, this is, this, is, this is getting ridiculous. Like, you gotta read all these negative ass reviews because they say some fucking hateful shit in these, in these reviews. <clears throat> so Rob was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do five-star views only and read those on the show. How about the audience got smart? They were like, all right, we'll leave five-star reviews, but we'll leave mean five-star reviews. And then he was like, fuck it. I'm only going to read the nice five-star reviews. Man, and and, and when I tell you, like, Rod and Karen are pioneers in the podcasting game, like, they are pioneers in the podcasting game, nigga. (laughs) Them niggas. Okay, so first of all, Rod and Karen um, are a married couple from Charlotte, North Carolina, and they literally would just come on like 
every other day at one point. I think at one point it was like three episodes a week, but they moved to five days a week. Um, but yeah, like basically Rob was laid off from a job one day, right? And he was like, you know what? I think I can make podcasting be a career. And he created the premium networks or the premium podcast shows behind a paywall. You know, people paid a yearly amount or paid a monthly subscription. And <clears throat> Rod and Karen were able to thrive off of podcasting, just making money off that. And Karen kept a nine to five, but Rod would keep like he literally would be making money doing what he loved. He said this is his love. He does podcasts and he's been doing it for 10 plus years. And um he's a pioneer for that. Like it, like the raw the rawest form of podcasting. Just seriously like literally not giving a fuck saying whatever you want. You know just being like fuck that <laughs> you know um and having segments, you know, doing his thing there, you know, that inspired me, man, you know, and, and now, you know, um, by the way, before I even get into like the current shit they're dealing with, which is awesome. Um, they've been featured on Huffington post. They've been featured on HBO for their games of Thrones recaps, dim Thrones, you know, they've been featured on HBO's vice land. Okay, nigga, Vice Land. <laughs> Literally, I'm sitting here watching HBO. I'm like, these niggas is on TV. <laughs> they gonna put shit down. <laughs> they up here and shit. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> yeah, I was just so happy for them because they from where I'm from, right? You know, they from North Carolina, just like me. Um, you know, and and they black folks. Black folks doing whatever the fuck they want. You know, saying whatever the fuck they want, being funny as hell. You know, being innovative with it though. And I always love that, you know. Um, and now, now they're getting a Spotify deal. Like, think about that shit. There's only two people that come to mind when I think of like a Spotify deal. I think of Jamel Hill and fuck ass Joe Budden. But in it, <laughs> I don't like Joe Budden. I just really don't like that nigga. If you know, you know. But <laughs> um, <clears throat> man, like they getting this like spotify deal is it's a game changer now you only listen to their podcast on spotify they getting that money that shmanny i ain't gonna lie i've been listening to them on podcast listening to them on spotify for the past year anyway so that ain't been that ain't gonna change for me anyway um yeah like they doing it out here they getting this money <laughs> they getting this money bro like i'm so happy for them um they deserve it in every single way um, but this, right now I want to take the time to just kind of talk about my other favorite podcasts. So let's talk about where's my 40 acres, which is kind of in the same kind of wheelhouse kind of with them a little bit, you know, cause I found out about this podcast. Um, or when I mean, I found out black guy tips through where's my 40 acres because Karen was a guest, I think one time on one of the episodes and Hey man, it's Brandon, Mike, Twan and Deidre. Um, I I left so many damn voicemails up there one time, acting a fucking fool. <laughs> still, I'm still fucking fool. I don't give a fuck. But but yeah, like their podcast is a hip hop podcast, or it was at one point. 
it still is um they kind of focus on everything really which is great it's like a pop culture podcast they just they just talk about everything but they were at its core a hip-hop podcast um and they review music they review movies they review television shows they review everything they review marvel stuff they review video games i mean it's 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 everything it's almost like uh the black astronauts podcast where they do pretty much all of this too um and that's a podcast network with a lot of people it's so many people it's ridiculous but um you know you got you know insanity check podcast with chris um it's it's a it's a much more nerdier podcast but they talk about everything too man and and then you have you know uh medium popcorn where they review movies um with brandon collins and justin brown acting a fucking fool (laughs) gotta love them niggas they they act like a motherfucking fool all the damn time um you know it's just it's it's so many great black podcasts out there like i said the mundane festival chris lambeth chris lambeth um i discovered him on where's my 40 acres i was listening to an album review of, of, of an i think it was what was it was it fonte's album or was it like it was an album a while ago man i think it was like something from 2010 something before that yeah something from like 2010 it was it was a while ago but yeah like once i heard that review i was like i'm sold i fuck with i fuck with chris lambeth and i fuck with where's my 40 acres so chris lambeth is a comedian from the dmv area that moved up to like um like northern new jersey and he is still working at nine to five you know still trying to trying to trying to make it in hollywood you know do his thing you know with these auditions and 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 really make it in new york but you know what i mean um but yeah like he has all types of guests on a lot of the people are from the podcast that i mentioned and some of them are actual like famous like actors and actresses some some people are on the bubble some people are not as famous as others but it is a great podcast listen you know um he always has great insight you know funny ass dude so but uh let's move on um other than you know trump nominating amy coney uh barrett for uh supreme court justice i want to talk about trump's taxes because this (laughs) you know the funny thing is i'll be listening to uh Rachel Maddow, right? Rachel Maddow always talking about like, yeah, so we need those tax returns. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> we got more to worry about than them damn tax returns. And we finally got them tax returns. You won't believe it. Straight from WXII in Winston-Salem, uh, one of my local uh, news outlets, um, the New York Times reports that President Trump paid $750 in U.S. income taxes, not for just 2016, but for 2017, too. That, that's, and what I mean, I'm saying that it's not like he paid that much each year. No, he paid that much for a total of both of those years. Yep. Mm-hmm. $750. I paid more than that in taxes, maybe about twice that much in taxes, at least in 2017. At least in 2017. <laughs> at least and and wildin', wildin', bo, wildin' to the max, bo. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Then again, I do because this this dude found any loophole he could. Like <laughs> you know, he could. Like no federal taxes. Like 
in 10 years, Trump, who has fiercely guarded his tax filings and is the only president in modern times not to make them public, pay no federal income taxes in 10 of the last 15 years. Ain't that a motherfucking bitch? <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know, man. I don't know what to say. I have nothing else. I just want to slap him. <laughs> I want to slap him. Give me my money, motherfucker. <laughs> Be like, where's my motherfucking money? Like, you, you know, there's like this scene from Lord of Squad where Earl Sweatshirt is at the funeral and and he's talking to his dead homie while he in the casket and he slaps him across the face. He's like, I want to know where my money at. <laughs> slap the shit out of him. And I'm like, man, this nigga, I'm surprised this nigga ain't break character being a dead nigga. But. <laughs> Cause that slap was hard. He's like, you're going to have my motherfucking money. <laughs> but, uh, shit. Um, it, it's come to this. And you're like, what, what, what does this mean? It's come to this. No name. I can't fuck with you no more. I'm done with you. Yeah. That no name. Yeah. J. Cole Snow on the bluff. No name. Yeah. Chicago girl. No name. Book club. No name. Yeah. I don't fuck with her no more. Why? I got a tweet for you. So there's this tweet that Joe Biden sent out, right? Um, and it says, even amidst profound grief, or even amidst the profound grief and anger, today's decision generated, violence is never and can never be the answer. Those who engage in it must be held accountable. Jill and I are keeping the, the officers shot tonight in Louisville in our prayers. We wish them both a swift and full recovery. Okay, so, hey, that's a respectable thing to say, you know. But no name comes back and says, weird, but wasn't violence the answer when you and Obama murdered thousands of people in war to protect democracy? Wasn't it also the answer when colonizers murdered indigenous and used Africans to build you a democracy that now employs you? Your position is violent. I just think she just doesn't like anybody. Like politically, she she that type of nigga that's gonna say not vote. That, that's basically what she's saying with it. She's broadcasting, hey, don't vote. Don't vote for this nigga. Cause he's been violent, but I'm like, okay, yes, we understand evil, evil on both sides. One is way more evil than the other. Do we have to keep saying this shit? Like sometimes I'm like, no name, just shut the fuck up. Like, I'm, I, I, <laughs> like I don't ever, here's my thing. I don't ever want to silence a black woman in any way. But if you're telling people not to vote, that is the wrong way to go, ma'am. I just can't, I can't, I can't do it. Like, it's kind of like when Killer Mike was saying stuff about women. I, I just, I, I, yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I was like, I got to go. <laughs> I let you go. I let you do your thing. I was, I was a fan of No Name too, man. Even, I like, I held your ass down during that J. Cole shit. Anyway, I'm just going to say um, peace for a little bit. And after the election, we'll see where we at. And then maybe 2021, we'll see where we at then. I don't know. Because um, you wildin'. You, you wildin' right now. Okay. Yes. There has been violence due to imperialism in this country. 
But when we're talking about an election and you got many of followers and you got a book club and you got people that are influenced by what you say, that's just the wrong time to say some shit, man. Like the Democratic candidate, I'm I'm sorry. Like, so you're basically convincing to me that you just were gonna be like that Bernie or bust person. And that's just never the good way to go about things. You ain't never gonna go right about anything if you be like well you know he didn't become the candidate so i'm just not voting i'm just not voting you know because my vote won't matter it just won't matter it won't matter it won't matter but if you're thinking your vote doesn't matter you know but you're chanting black lives matter like bro like you y'all got to get y'all shit together folk like blm in the most like the biggest way is showing up in the polls okay being part of the change that you want to see in the world is going to that poll putting in your vote put in your vote don't listen to her <laughs> don't listen to her she she trying to sway you in the wrong direction i don't know what's in the water in chicago chance talking about some you know well Talk to your mom and you know listen to who she says she want you want you to vote for. Don't listen to that nigga. Don't listen to Chance. Some of them them Chicago niggas is on one right now. They on one. Okay, they they fucking up out here. Okay, what the fuck? What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> what what is what is wrong with y'all? No name. I gotta. I'm I'm a chill. Okay, I'm gonna let you do your thing over there for a little bit. I come back when I feel like it. <sighs> What's next? Ray Shremmert, Slim Jimmy, knocked out his girlfriend's front tooth. That's right. The lesser Shremmert, as I like to call him. Um, <laughs> so let's be real. Like, everybody loves them some Sway Lee. But when they come to the Slim Jimmy, they like, oh, that's that other nigga. <laughs> What's fucked up is they both brothers and shit. But everybody like, Sway Lee, though. Sway Lee got them hooks. <laughs> Sway Lee got them hooks, though. It? Um, but, yeah. Uh... Ray Shremmert, Slim Jimmy, allegedly knocked out his pregnant girlfriend's front tooth. Actually, this is ex-girlfriend, nigga. So Slim Jimmy is facing domestic violence allegations from his now ex-girlfriend. According to the Shade Room, the Ray Shremmert member's girlfriend, Key, who is six months pregnant with her child, <clears throat> with their child, she was allegedly involved in an altercation with the rapper in July. During the alleged incident, Jimmy reported punching Key in the face, knocking her right front tooth and prompting him to pay for dental surgery. Wow, 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 nigga. <laughs> ah, this is straight from Hip Hop DX. I wasn't going to do the Shade Room article. I don't do Shade Room. We don't, we don't dabble in that situation. Anyway, moving on. Um... Wait, wait, before I move on, though, this nigga ain't shit, okay? You would punch your pregnant girlfriend, like, bro. Like, you were, prun you were punching your pregnant girlfriend? I'm, I'm just, I had to marinate on this for a second. Just like, what the fuck? Nigga. Not only was she your girlfriend, but she was pregnant with your child. What the fuck are you doing, nigga? The lesser shrimmer. This is why I'm, I'm literally, like, going to, like, like like Sway Lee's feet right now. I'm like, I'm seeing like 
Look at Swilly. He's so happy. Oh, look at look at Slim Jimmy. He is a fucking asshole now. Oh, goddamn. Ain't that some shit. Anyway. <laughs> but it's just like, bro, like, you wildin'. Like, why? Why would you punch her? Why would you punch? You know she got your child, bro. Fucking wildin', nigga. Anyway, moving on. Um, <clears throat> Two Live Crews, Uncle Luke is completely blindsided by the fact that his wife of 12 years files for divorce. Yeah, let's 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 continue further. Um, <clears throat> it looks like Dr. Dre isn't the only hip hop legend going through relationship turmoil. According to Page Six, Two Live Crews, Luther Uncle Luke Campbell was blindsided in July when his wife of 12 years filed for divorce. It's mind-boggling, hurtful, and a total surprise. He said, "I never intended to get married to to get divorced." That's not in my DNA, nor my family's history. I believe in the sacred vows, for better or for worse, but I have to respect her decision. Now, that sounds like a real nigga. <laughs> it's like, man, I still love you. Damn, you don't love me no more? Damn, that's some bullshit. But I guess I'll I, I let you go. I'll let you go. I, I mean, if you don't want to be with me no more, I ain't going to keep you. I ain't gonna keep you too long, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pack my motherfucking bags. I'm Luke. I'm Uncle Luke. I'm having fun out here in these streets. I didn't know that you didn't like me no more. Damn. Well, hey, it'd be like irreconcilable differences. You know, the the most peaceful sound of divorces tend to be the ones that say irreconcilable differences, as opposed to the ones that are like, yeah. So Dr. Dre, <laughs> like that that one is bad. Dr. Dre. Man, it just keep piling and piling. I ain't got no news this week, but <laughs> when I get some, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker, goddamn. Um, <laughs> um let's let let's 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 I got I got articles, man. I got DRT cows, man. But um just this breaking news. Just this just in. Minnesota Vikings and the Tennessee Titans postponed in-person events due to exposure of COVID-19. Let's click on that. Let's look. Let's look at that. <clears throat> let's look at that. Titans Vikings suspend in-person activities after multiple Titans players test positive for COVID-19. <laughs> so, excuse me. The Tennessee Titans and the Minnesota Vikings are suspending team activities starting Tuesday because of the number of positive COVID-19 tests following their Sunday game. What the fuck? Tennessee reported three new positive tests for players and five new positive tests for personnel. God damn. <clears throat> NFL Network's Tom Pelissero and Mike Garofolo reported, per sources informed of the situation, the Vikings haven't had a reported positive test yet but hosted the titan sunday um leading to their suspension of in-person activities as a precautionary measure holy shit let me tell you this if an nfl player got the covid on the field oh is this a rap this is a fucking rap nigga that shit is like the most proliferating ass like disease okay so covid19 spreads via droplets the most as we know <clears throat> So, um, if you play an NFL game, the amount of contact, the amount of bodily fluids being transferred, man, that shit. Oh, everybody got that shit. <laughs> everybody got that shit. I don't care how many times you, you test that motherfucker. 
before Sunday, them niggas, they're going to have a buy. Okay, they're going to shift that buy and they're going to be like, all right, this is going to be our buy. Okay, we're going to have this buy this week because goddamn. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> man, hey, it's a surprise to me too. <laughs> not really, it's not surprising me. It's funny to me too. Anyway, um, so. I got to talk about, you know, speaking of sports, let, let's talk about the state of my Carolina Panthers because, good God, this shit make you want to slap a damn, a damn donkey because, God damn, like, bro, my team just got their first win this week. Okay? Like, their very first win. Like, I'm talking about first win in, like, a year. <laughs> when I mean a year, I'm talking about a calendar year. Like the last time the Carolina Panthers won was like October of last year. Like they went two schmoo months not winning. <clears throat> like two whole ass months. They had a 10 game losing streak coming into this. Okay, yes, they won this game. They won this game, but I'm like, nah, this is a rebuilding year. <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm sitting over here watching Cam, like, have the most fun in his life being a New England Patriot. And I'm sitting here like, if there was any team that I didn't want that nigga to go to, <laughs> it was the New England Patriots. But that nigga is having fun. I'm watching highlights, nigga. I'm sitting here like, I'm giving my life to these Cam highlights because What's funny is when I see Teddy Bridgewater play, I'm going to be honest with you, I am the biggest Panthers fan ever. Like, ride or die Panthers fan. You know, we've been through Jake DeLone, you know. We've been through Steve Burline. We've been through fucking, you know, Chris Winkie. We've been through Jimmy Clawson. Jimmy Clawson. (laughs) Um, Stinking it up. And, um... You know, I. By the way, Steve Berline was like a better one. By the way, he was a good one. He was a good one. And Jake DeLome, he was a good one until the end. But yeah, like <clears throat> it was just wild how this all played out. And I'm still sitting here like, damn, I own a fucked up. Because <laughs> Cam is balling on these niggas with his nuts hanging and his titty sagging. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. I love it. Niggas loving life right now. Ah, well. I'm just going to be watching these cam highlights and, um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's just, it's just different. It doesn't feel the same. I miss cam, dog. I'm going to be real. I miss cam. This team is finally winning a game against a team that's actually not that bad. Like, they got Justin Herbert. He's a rookie. You know, it's kind of like, eh. But, hey. We got that win, but. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, looking at Cam, like, it would have been nicer if we got that win with Cam, you know, <laughs> just saying, you know, but it's, it's going to be better when the swelling go down, you know, <laughs> I'm hurt, y'all, I'm hurt by that shit, God damn. moving on, um, so there's this wild ass story that I found this morning, um, and, uh, I just have to talk about it, it is so fucking weird, all right, so, um, man hits Virginia State Trooper with a hatchet. Yep, I'm gonna open this. <laughs> I'm gonna open this article up, and I shall explain further. Oh my God! All right, 
courtesy WXI 12 News. Um, it's weird how I haven't got a WRL article. That's closer to me. But anyway, fuck it. Man hits Virginia State Trooper with hatchet. Goes into nearby woods to howl, reports say. <laughs> In Grayson County, Virginia, Virginia State Police is investigating what they're describing as an unusual incident at Grayson County Church. <clears throat> it happened around 8.30 p.m. Sunday. Police say about 20 people were gathered inside of a church on Flat Ridge Road in Troutdale. Those inside of told police that they heard a banging on the main door entrance. Shit. Um... <clears throat> An off-duty Virginia State Police trooper opened the door and encountered a man and a dog outside. The off-duty trooper asked if he could help the man, reportedly, then yelled at the trooper. Wait, 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 let me read that again. The off-duty trooper asked if he could help, and the man reportedly yelled at the trooper. Okay, that makes much more sense. I'm sitting here like, nim, 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 nim. All right. <laughs> while talking to the man, the trooper noticed he was holding a hatchet. As the trooper attempted to close the door, the man swung the hatchet and hit the back of the trooper's hand, reports say. The trooper was able to close the door and directed the members of the congregation immediately to go to the church basement for their safety, authorities said. The man and his dog then left the property and the off-duty trooper assisted everyone to their vehicles. The trooper could hear the man yelling and howling from the wood line, reports say. State police resources responded to the scene to search for the male subject, <clears throat> who is described as a white male. <laughs> no fucking shocker there. In his 30s with long brown hair. I'm guessing he's wearing a mullet. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, hey. He is approximately five foot 10 inches tall in height and of medium build. He was wearing a backpack and was accompanied by a small black collie mixed dog. He may also be in the company of an adult female. Hey, man, this shit just keep getting weird. I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay. And on that note, niggas, <laughs> this has been episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast. You can go to the Blavic link to support a black business. Go to shopblavic.com. This is not a sponsor. This is straight from my heart. I bought one from Blavic a not long time ago. Um, you know, this is what keeps the do-rag dungeon. The do-rag dungeon. And uh, support a black business. And as always, thank you.